Borg. Do you know Borg. what a Borg Ooh. is? Santa, you don't know what a Borg is? Borg. It sounds interesting. I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, like, the name of it is that, very It's them Gen Z. Them it's Zoomers. a Gen Z thing. So I mean, we're trying to stay Borg. young. Oh, yeah. You're to stay young. I am young. Uh, anyway. Oh. So, <laughs> <what> we... <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm just kidding, honey. No. So what the what the young kids are doing now is they buy like gallon jugs of water. Mm-hmm. They dump out like a third of it. They fill up essentially the rest with an alcohol of their choice, typically a, a clear alcohol like vodka like or tequila, vodka. whatever. And then they squirt Mio in it to flavor it. So you don't get a hangover, but you do get trashed because you're hydrating while you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And it's really oh. low calorie because you're using like a Mio. So, yeah. It's, it's like a Sephiroth level fucking white claw, <laughs> you know? My God. The one winged yeah. Borg. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Oh, Good Eddie lord. and I've been rewatching Yu-Gi-Oh and I was like I want the Millennium Borg. Mm-hmm. Instead of the Millennium <laughs> the Rod, the Borg. Millennium Puzzle, I want the Millennium Borg. I literally Sandra like you said Borg is such a fun name. It's like an acronym and I think it's like Blackout Rage Juice. Yeah. But uh oh. or Gallon. It's, Blackout, it's Rage, Blackout Gallon. Rage Gallon. Yeah, so it's a fucking Borg. I've just been like making up titles. Of like movies like the Borg Supremacy, <laughs> the yeah. Borg Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. My God, it's Jason Yugi, Borg. Yugi Borg. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is the king of Borgs, man. Yu-Gi-Oh is the king of Borgs. to another episode of the show dependent podcast what is that you ask it's the podcast where we talk about the things that we love and whether or not that thing has still made a significant impact in our lives now today we have a little bit of a special occasion we've got a returning Mm -hmm. guest as we said last time one of our best buds irl a man that definitely has offered a lot of laughs to us Mm -hmm myself a little bit longer because i knew him back in high school saw this man i don't know if i said it last time but just vivid <laughs> memories of this man getting into a car accident rear-ending and <laughs> rear-ending someone so if i didn't mention it last time maybe we'll get into it today but maybe let's slow it down and just say welcome to our buddy sander Woo! Yay! What's up, what's up? hi sander what up? Hey, welcome back what's going on how, how you doing today uh, a little bit sleepy, but I'm here, mm-hmm. energized. There you <laughs> go. Sleepy, ready, energized. You gotta turn I mean... it on. Oh, yeah. Right, it's go whoop. time. Go time. How could you not be? For ourselves, Eddie, Kayla, it's been a rough week. A very taxing week for us, mm-hmm. you know? In short, I don't know if we want to get into it real real, real quick. Real I think quick. it's worth mentioning up top. In short, we uh we got little kitties, realized that kitties are way too much work. So meaning kittens. <laughs> yeah, kittens. kittens Baby yes. cats. Oh yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, I mean good and bad, we're gonna have to send them on back to the lady who gave them to us, which is a good thing, you know, they're not going to the pound or anything. Aww. So it's been sort of a sad week, but we've been crying you know, a lot. Yeah, but we just need Ooh. we just need older cats. We need old ladies, not young. Mm-hmm. Uh, little kitties so those whippersnappers snapped our will to live in half so Mm -hmm. you know but luckily we have this to talk about because today Mm -hmm. we're gonna be talking about just i mean one of the all-time like for me 
you know, I don't want to speak for Sander, but for Sander, <laughs> one of the all-time, just all-time greatest games. Today we're talking about the 2002 PlayStation Classic that is known as Kingdom Hearts. Now, this franchise has a lot of games and can be a lot. I mean, this episode may have to be two parts right here. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get too detailed <laughs> because today we're just talking about We're going to get detailed. It's, it's yeah, inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah but we're, but we're not gonna give you the whole franchise because no, that would be no, no, no. that's gonna be like an epic 20-part series or something mm-hmm. so we're talking about the one that started it all the original kingdom hearts Yay! Yay! Be, be, be. so excited mm-hmm. oh, i wish yeah. i could play the music but here's a here's a fun little true story i recently streamed kingdom hearts on twitch so like you know replay it get my notes get excited yeah. again for this and uh <laughs> For the first time ever in my Twitch career, I got emails that said, like, hey, we had to, like, mute some of your audio and, like, send some of your videos into, like, this, like, quarantine zone because the music in this game got fucking flagged for, like, DMCA. Yeah, like, copyright. Uh... So, literally, I think Disney or whoever the fuck, Square Enix, both of them, really don't like people playing their music. So, (laughs) so. That's so stupid. I don't know if we're going to be able to, but everyone at home, just look just up look up the music. We're about to get into it. And just listen to that. Picture that in the background while we're talking. Mickey Mouse got your twist on bug, oh, dude. Dog, oh, yeah. Mickey Mouse has you in a King Mickey coming through the fucking door, shirtless, just throwing a keyblade at my ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Put Instant a shirt death. On. You thought Sephiroth was a hard... Hard oh, boss. God, yeah. It's King Mickey. Welcome He's coming for your Disney, ass. Yeah. Disney yeah. Corporation is the <laughs> ultimate boss. But hey, I've talked enough. Let's get into the meat cute. It's a meat cute, baby. It's how we met this thing. Royal Sora. <laughs> oh god, the goofy, <laughs> the goofy voice. Sound. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I can't do Donna. Sora. Sora. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Yikes. My friend, my friend in high school. <clears throat> My best friend in high school, she had a cloud body pillow. Mmm, spicy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Kayla, why don't you take it away? (laughs) Yeah, uh, I think I will. Because how do you how do you transition out of that? I'm very Um, (laughs) interested in what you have to say about this game that you've never played through. I've never played this game, much like most games. I know I'm the worst. Okay, this is the shit on Kayla episode. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, you thought Don Bluth was bad. It's just going to be me in the corner like, ah. um, no, it's fine. But I do know a bit about Kingdom Hearts. One of my best friends growing up, um, she and her sister played this game. They had a game station. Game a game station. station. I meant to say game. I meant to say the, the game sphere, you know, from Jersey They had Josh. the Super they had X it. station. 75 <laughs> i meant to say they had the gamecube and the playstation nice. growing up so i got to watch them play a lot of games and this was definitely one that they frequented Ooh. i never really tried because they would complain about how hard it was sometimes i was like well if you guys play video games and you can admit this is challenging like i will die instantly guaranteed <laughs> so yeah. it's fine but okay. i do remember thinking it was pretty cool this was before i was like jaded towards disney as an entity so i really liked being able to like see the princesses and all the different worlds i always thought that was really really interesting i thought the anime design was very 
weird and foreign because (laughs) at this time when I was, well, just foreign to me because I was never, you know, I didn't watch Yu-Gi-Oh! I didn't watch Dragon Ball Z. I hadn't really been exposed to Final Fantasy or anything like that. So seeing characters in this design was kind of like my introduction to that kind of art style. Wow. So so yeah, Hmm. I think Kingdom Hearts is really cool. I never really played it. I didn't understand the lore. To this day, I still don't. Maybe you guys will help change that. But overall, I enjoyed (laughs) watching it. (laughs) Oh, we'll do our best on that one. How about just like a surface level knowledge? That's what I want from you guys. (laughs) Yeah, you'll you'll get there here for sure. At, At a surface level, and especially in this first game, it's not that complex. No. It's it it plants the seeds for what is to be an extremely complex story that is, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people, I don't know, maybe maybe uh elevate it to a little bit more than it is. And some of the minute details, I'll be honest, it's probably just because I just don't get into them because like I'm just like this is too much. But uh yeah, this game, the first one isn't too complicated. Mm-hmm. But let me get into my meat cute here. Now this game for one, is something that I definitely actually remember coming out. Like, I remember seeing the commercial on TV and hearing that song because it played the when you walk, walk away. away and just like <laughs> and a young a young Eddie's ears perked up because I was raised on like Euro dance and fucking mm-hmm. like, you know, my mother and my father always had just like, what is love? You know, just playing Baby, don't hurt me. Or like LaBouche, like be don't my love, me. I want to be. So I just heard this, oh, dun, 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 dun. you know, just the electronic music. I was like, what the fuck is this? You're like, I'm going to play this game for the music yeah. alone. I, I turned over and it's and it's like some kid, but like Donald and Goofy are there and like Final Fantasy characters are there. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> so obviously I had to get it. Not a hard sell when you tell your parents that there's Disney characters in it. So no. Anyways, it came out in 2002. In 2003, I moved, kind of left all my friends behind, you know, went to a different oh. area of the town, went to a different middle school than my friends would. So I didn't really know anyone. But Kingdom Hearts was there. It was the highlight for me and my brother because, you know, we were young. We played games all the time. And it just gave us something to, like, look forward to after school because we were like, mm-hmm. you know, school's over. Let's go home and fucking continue grinding Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And I mean... Like what everyone says, when when something's special, whether it be like a relationship or a movie or a song or whatever, you kind of instantly know it. And Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. was 100% instantly something special for me and my brother. I mean, the music, the gameplay, the story, the moments. We're going to get into all of it, but I fucking loved it. And it's a franchise I've played the hell out of in 21 years later. They're still making new ones, and I'm still playing this game. Insane. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Hell yeah. Sander, <laughs> please tell us how you met Kingdom Hearts. So I met this uh met this game for the first time. So I went to my cousin Eric's house. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Yep. Went over to his house. <laughs> and it was just like a random like visit day. And literally he was like, because he was the first one to get a PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. And I was like watching him play and I was like, what the hell is this game? I was mm-hmm. like, this, this is such a wacky game. It was like Donald and Goofy with Sora. They're like fighting this like little black heartless, like running mm-hmm. around. And mm-hmm. I just like, it's so funny because I he was fighting the very like um in Traverse Town, like the very first boss. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. was losing every single time. I <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. So I was just yeah. like, oh my God, what is what is this dude doing? <laughs> So pretty much like months later, like uh, my mom's like, "Oh, we're gonna get like get you and your brother a PlayStation." 
Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be your uh, Christmas gift. I was like, oh, me and my brother were super hyped. We were like, dude, this is it. And we were like talking about what game should we get? Should we get a Jack and Daxter game? Should oh, we get yeah. like a Ratchet and Clank game? And I was like, no, none of that bullshit. We're getting Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and it was crazy because like we went to we went to Best Buy. We bought a PlayStation Two. I, I think I still have the receipt. It was I I remember Damn. seeing the total of it. Yeah, it was it was adorable. Like three, so we uh, my mom bought it for three hundred and fifty dollars. Fucking outrageous for a PlayStation Two. Yeah. But at the time, it was like the biggest thing. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and and Kingdom Hearts has been like out for a little bit, and I just remember like we got it. It was it said great. It said because it's been out for a while. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It was in a red cover and everything. I was like, mm. hell yeah. So me and my brother looked at each other like, this is it. So we like we came home and then like uh, we had a little bit of a tragedy at, at home or at mm-hmm. home. So like my mom had to like go to Guatemala. Uh, same Aww. with my cousin, uh, cousin Eric. She had to go to Guatemala. Damn. So pretty much like like my our my parents and aunts went to Guatemala. So mm-hmm. like Lily, Eric was playing Kingdom Hearts and I was playing Kingdom Hearts for hours. We we're just like <laughs> grinding nice. and yeah. grinding. And the sad part is like we were playing for eight to nine hours just to have like my dad feed us like freaking little hot dogs wrapped in like tortilla because <laughs> my dad does not know how to cook or, or, oh god fed us like ramen soup and he was like turn off your playstation get your ramen soup and then you can play whenever and, like, uh-huh. literally we had no like supervision oh, so we were nice. just like grinding for hours so that's like go. my recollection of like it was like mm-hmm. during a a weird time period, like, where, like, I didn't see my mom for, like, I think a month or two months. Mm-hmm. But it was just, like, literally me and my brother just playing Kingdom Hearts back-to-back. Like, he had his own save mm-hmm. file. I had my own save file. And then, like, if he died, we go to my save file. And, <laughs> and then hey, if, if I die. died, yep, he, and it was his turn. So that's how we, like, went back nice. and forth with it. Nice. Ooh, so strategy. Kingdom Hearts was your mother. For like two yeah. months. This man was <laughs> raised. Yeah. Sora is my mommy. Raised by Maleficent. Uh, she is a queen. She is. There's definitely a weirdo in this game, and it's weird that Riku listens to her. But, anyways, let's <laughs> dive. Let's really dive into it here. Now, I said mm-hmm. we weren't going to get too detailed on like the story, but we are going to get detailed about the things that we love. And mm-hmm. I think we should get on. To our next section, getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Getting to know each other. Yay! Ooh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we got someone Perfect. else. Perfect. We got we got Sander on Vox. I love it. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we could start here where I think it all began. Not only in the commercial, but in the game. You know, you boot it up, you press start. You don't know what's going to happen because back then, yeah, it was there a commercial, but. You know, back in the early 2000s, this was still when there was still like uh, some secrecy mm-hmm. in what happened in movies, happened in yeah. games. Like, and especially like the internet was still pretty early. You know, yeah. it was still pretty early for like everyone getting internet. So I did not know at all what to expect from this mm-hmm. game. I just knew Donald and Goofy were there. The cover looked sick as hell. But you, you cannot talk about this game or this franchise without talking about that music that comes on mm-hmm. like immediately because you you press play you press start and then suddenly you get like this weird like oh you know i've been having these weird dreams lately and so you hear sora the main character talking about like this weird like fucking i don't even know just is like any of this real yeah oh, like metaphysical like are we in the matrix or what is happening oh here? And boy I'm like, and i'm like what is this guy talking about and then he just hear oh and then bam, 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 the music fucking hits. And I tell you, 
oh god you're transported the adrenaline the serotonin it makes you want to get up and just fucking just like you're in the club like you're dancing we're all fist pumping right now (laughs) and i'm just like it was like right there i was like look at my brother and like hey this is the one dog you know like Mm -hmm. we're playing anything else you know what? Start the game over so I can hear that shit again. Amen. Because <laughs> I'm 150% invested. I mean, man, it's it's insane. It's one of the best songs ever. Dude, that, it, let me tell you, that intro to this day, like, it's crazy because if someone tells me, like, uh, if you can go back in time and relive a moment of your life, mm-hmm. I think I would pick that moment, like, oh, like, like, turning on that, turning on the PlayStation, popping in the Kingdom Hearts disc, Oh, and yeah. then that intro comes in. I'm just like a ten year old me, just like looking at that. I was like, God, what is this masterpiece? <laughs> like mm-hmm. I just like, he, like he's just falling in water and yeah, face <laughs> Riku in the water, right? And then like he lands in a beach and then he sees Kyrie for the first time. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. what is this game? And then he falls from the sky. I'm like, yeah. He turns this? around and like, is that me falling down, dog? I thought it was right here. And then, oh shit, I'm falling. <laughs> Very trippy. It's so, and it's that's like, a lot so, to throw at like a young demographic. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just losing my mind because I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what do you mean, dog? He was just on the beach. How come Riku didn't get washed away from the tsunami, but he did? Why is that man standing there with his hand out? <laughs> Dude, it's just like it's just so chaotic that then those yeah. like first five minutes and you're just like oh what the hell mm-hmm. and then you're in like you're on top of this like uh, like when it when the game officially starts yeah. you're on top of this like stained glass thing and it's like mm-hmm. choose your weapon i was like oh my oh, god dog. dude that intro section is insane because i remember because mm-hmm. you know you get the music it's fucking banger you know it's bang but then it's like you get dropped in and i always love it because it's like the little things but when you when sora hits that platform and the shadows fade away and it lights up to show uh, Snow White and the Seven mm-hmm. Dwarfs. But, like, when he hits, it does one funnel, like, oh. And, like, fades <laughs> out. Yeah. And I just, like, vividly remember, like, oh, duh. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> ready. Then, but then it goes from that to, like, this grandiose, just, like, oh. Like, this, like, orchestra singing. And you're just in darkness. And, yeah, like Sandra said... Everything that, like, in the intro section that's teaching you, it's just, like, some outside force being, like, you are not ready, but you will be. You need to find the power. Like, choose your power. And I'm just looking at my brother, talking to us, Merlin? What game am I playing right now? Do we find out? Who's the voice? I don't know. Who is the voice? Sandra, what do you think? You're telling me you never know? They never tell you who it is? It's, like, never explained. It's just, like... (gasps) Cool. I have a theory. Oh, what okay. is the theory? It's, it's Sora when he's older. Oh. Talking to himself. Future Sora. Yeah. Future Sora. What is this? I always thought it was yeah. I always <laughs> thought it was like Merlin's beard or like oh, yeah. Not, yeah, like some like somebody oh, like higher like up there. Yen Sid, yeah. yeah. Damn dog. Yeah, I don't know. But definitely like, you know, playing the first game and not having any of the sequels, they don't explain that at all. But dog, it, it's so cool. I remember. Let's get into the details a little bit. I remember every time because I didn't even know what they meant until like I was an adult. But it's like it's kind of obvious. But you get to choose like, oh, the power of the sword, the power of the shield, or the power of the mage. And me as a kid, I would always like anything magic. So I was always the staff, and I always gave up the sword, which I later mm-hmm. found out was that like 
the one you pick is like boosted so i would get more magic and if i gave up the sword my attack would be lower and Mm. then like the one you didn't choose was just like neutral but like as a kid and again we didn't have this information like i never looked anything up i didn't have the guide that would have been the only way so i just like i was just like oh this uh, this is fun i'm a little magic boy but i didn't even know what that meant oh my god Mm. eddie you know what so funny thing so I always pecked a sword. Uh oh. And I dropped the shield because I was like, I don't need no stupid ass. Shields are from pussy. Kayla, what, what would you pick? Would you pick the sword, the shield? Okay. If you had yeah. to pick one to mm-hmm. like to enhance and then one to drop. So you got yeah. the shield, the sword, or the or the wand. Um, I think that because of who I am as a person, I See, yeah, it's funny because out of all of those, I think that I'd go with the shield Mm -hmm. because I'm a very evasive player when I when I do things and I'm I avoid conflict. So Mm -hmm. protection would be probably my number one. Mm -hmm. And then I would drop I most likely drop the sword because I I'm not like a harsh (laughs) person. So, I mean, I just. If I had to do something to somebody, I wouldn't want it to be fatal. I'd want mm. it to be like debilitating. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably how I would have played it. So yeah. yeah. And it's funny, Sandra, because you know, now replaying it and now knowing what it does, I 100 percent pick the sword every single time. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to knock <laughs> evil dudes ass. Out. Trying to take dudes out in a couple hits. Oh God. Yeah, because oh, it was so it. annoying. It's so annoying to like. Yeah, you have know, to in hit video games, like just have to like times. over and over and over again. I was just like, come on, man, just be done already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pain in the ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's just iconic. It's a great way to learn it. It's so ominous, mysterious. It was actually kind of like creepy and scary, you know? I don't know. It's just like, and it's just asking like existential questions mm-hmm. of like morality and all that. And you're like, I'm fucking. I was what? It was 2003 when I was I'm playing eight. it. So I was what like 12. <laughs> like yeah. 12. I don't know what this means, man. It's just like, stop talking weird to me and let me beat things up. But also, mm-hmm. I loved it. I was like, yeah. but but also keep being mysterious because I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, you go back to like the Paradise Island, like that yeah. little island. And it's like, which one would you choose? Courage or oh, uh, yeah. are, are you afraid? Or like some like weird, interesting questions. And I'm like oh. at 10 years, I'm like, what the hell am I afraid of? Yeah. It's like, are you afraid to be alone? Are you afraid to be weak or stuff like yeah. that? Like, and one, one of them, yeah. And one, yeah. And which I also found out as an adult, those questions that the kids, the other kids on the island ask you also affect like your stats and they like affect mm-hmm. certain things. But like, yeah, one of them I remember is uh, the girl, she asked you like, what are you most afraid of? Like being alone, um, things you don't know, or just like death. Mm-hmm. Yep. Are you afraid or, to die? You know the thing that everybody you, yeah. is afraid of. And it's like I'm 12 years old. Of course, I'm afraid of death. I just started living. I just gained consciousness like six years ago. What do you mean I'm gonna die? <laughs> I, I just hit the big one out. Damn yeah. it! Yeah, I'm yeah. afraid to die already. <laughs> oh yeah. So you know, so go back, going back to the intro, right? Yeah. So last year, I went. I went to anime, uh, anime con, right? Yeah, right, right. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we went to we went to a a club and you know, they were like playing like a lot of like, you know, like K-pop and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. like oh, house yeah. music and stuff like that. I think you guys would have loved it. Like oh, the, the way it was. Hot, it was man. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we went to a real quick. We went to a we went to Sack Anime one year mm-hmm. and they had like the club after the convention a couple nights and it was super fun. Like the first night we went, it was probably the best time we had the I whole I felt thing. like a rave girl for the first time in my life and I was yeah. like, I understand. <laughs> I get this now. Mm-hmm. You're like, I totally get this. This is my vibe right here. My I was in a blue oh, yeah. wig. I had what was it? Glow sticks. There was uh-huh. a furry. Aww. It was fun. There was a furry. There was a shirtless black guy just killing it. Super buff. He was so sweaty. Dude, he was like he Terry Crews in White Chicks. I was like, oh my god! Was it like is... the whistle? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are you so ripped? I understand why your shirt is up because you want to show that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just something. But anyway, fantastic. Go ahead. Yeah, but it's so funny because like they they play like the simple and clean song, and then like oh. I was with my friend Dustin, right? And they were oh. showing like literally the intro of it, and then like. Woo! Some of like the fir- like the first uh like g- like picking up your items and stuff like that yeah damn. and like uh, it, it was so funny because we were all singing to the lyrics and then when it got to like the part where like they were moving around to pick like the sword or the shield and every everybody's like pick the wand <laughs> pick the <laughs> wand so people were all about the wand huh yeah and I was I was there like pick the damn sword drop the shield <laughs> oh, you don't want to take forever yeah oh god yeah man you don't so need funny. defense. You got to see it in a club setting. That's so oh, fun. That's so dope. Yeah, that's so it's so awesome. Especially seeing like people like dressed up like Kingdom Hearts character, even make yeah. it even like just makes it even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like nothing, nothing sexier than like uh, like someone dressed up as Kyrie grinding mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Pac Man. So mm-hmm. <laughs> than get it, Pac Man. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, yeah. Real quick before we transition to the next one, just two last things. Number one. Again, I love just the grandiosity of the whole thing. Right before you go to the Destiny Islands and your intro section is over, it says like, oh, you're ready, but like be prepared. And the last thing it says, and like it's all dark screen and just white text. And it says, the clo- well, earlier it says the closer you get to the light, the greater darkness becomes. And then the first boss shows up and it's like, good Lord, because it's your shadow, it gets mm-hmm. bigger the closer you get to the light, which is fantastic. Like it's both metaphorically and literally makes sense. And the last thing it says, it says, but don't be afraid and don't forget you are the one who will open the door. Oh, I just get chills. I literally got chills just now. Because it's just like, what do you what is this door? What do you mean? But also I need to find out what this is. Mm-hmm. And like it just and it also like what a lot of kids' media does, it just like empowers you so much. Because mm-hmm. you're like, I'm gonna be the one, dog. It's me. And last Fantastic. thing for the music is the song and the menu screen called Dearly Beloved, the very famous like dun 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 you know, super it's just like so sad and melancholy and it just hits you every time you boot it up, you're like, Man, God, I love this game. Mm-hmm. This like makes you like wistful. Yeah, like that menu screen just like literally oh my god, I could like fall asleep to that. Oh yeah. Just like having it in the background, whoo. Mm-hmm. It's so soothing. I don't know what it is. I think it's like maybe it's just like the orchestra or like just right. It's so soft tone and oh my god, this, oh, fantastic! Mm. You could probably attribute the music to doing the brunt work of actually making these characters work together, because Man. aesthetically, these characters should not function in the same world. <laughs> like uh-huh. they don't exist. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like. Goofy and Donald and Mickey with Final Fantasy yeah. and d- d- like uh, weird, fucking weird. But I mean, the power of music and storytelling 
Mm. weaves it all together it seems which is really cool yeah it's a really weird mix of characters that should not work and yet it does and it's funny because santa knows later on in the franchise it even gets weirder and sometimes they put you in worlds where like it really stands out (laughs) that like (laughs) why is sora donald goofy here everyone else is just like in all like black and brown and gray and then here's these vibrant fucking dudes Mm -hmm. hanging out and like the pirates of the caribbean they shouldn't be here yeah (laughs) Yeah, they just like stand out like a sore thumb. Just yeah. like <laughs> that would be so jarring. Mm-hmm. But they, one day, just uh, the hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, you're right. They did an amazing job of like sort of giving the Disney characters like a bit of edge, I guess. Like introducing Goofy as like a soldier and Donald as like a mage, sort of legitimizes them and makes mm-hmm. them feel like, oh, these guys can fight. This makes sense. And then all of a sudden. I don't know. Like you said, Kayla, the way that they tie everything together, I think, is a stroke of genius because it's all about like common themes. It's all about like heart and friendship and all mm-hmm. that. And like everything kind of goes back to these things. So they pretty masterfully are able to because a lot of Disney movies are about heart and friendship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Final Fantasy games are about fucking friendship and the power of like your buds and all that so mm-hmm. somehow they made it work. The original characters definitely need to be there to tie it all together. But it is wild seeing like Sora fight alongside Donald and Goofy fight alongside like fucking cloud strife. Like it just <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like they're fighting with like uh like Ariel from <laughs> Little Mermaid yeah. to uh-huh. Jack Skellington to Tarzan, just like Hercules, like just like random characters. Dog, it's like, so dope. Why yeah, you know is Sora is Sora a good looking merman? Yes or no? I think he it? looks great with the tail. I <laughs> mean, yeah, it looks good. He's he's ripped. He's fit. You know. Wait, what do Goofy and Donald look like in that world? <laughs> you don't know? No. Oh my goodness! Goofy's like a sea turtle, and yeah. Donald they they screwed with him the most because yeah. he's literally a squid. Oh yeah. my god! He's like a mer squid. He's like That's a duck awful. squid. Yeah, Goofy's is fun. Goofy's fun because he has a shield. That's his weapon. And he just has a shield on his shell. So he just like spins around. That's pretty fun. Yeah. No, but yes, Sora's killing it. He's got his chest out, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Well, half-naked Sora. He's like swimming around with his keyblade, just like smashing little like jellyfish. But just Mm. Just to have Donald just like squid away. Yeah. Wow. Fireballs out of tentacles. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Oh, boy. It's fucking gross. But yeah, I mean, I hella knew Disney back in the day. And the way that they fit things together was super cool. And it, the little bits I knew about Final Fantasy were enough for, for me to be like, oh, like I know who this character is. So that was awesome. Yeah, def- definitely. Like, you know, what's, you know, what's crazy. Like, um, so I knew uh, the only Final Fantasy game I ever played was uh, Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 7, and then I only played Final Fantasy 10 for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then Disney, I mean, we all grew up with it. I mean, oh, yeah. But fun fact of the day, mm-hmm. fun fact. Ooh. So in Japan, so at back, or I don't know if they still share the same building, but Squaresoft, which that was the old company, now it's like Square Enix. So that's mm-hmm. the Final Fantasy uh, franchise. Yeah. So they used to share a building with uh with Japan Disney division. So like you oh. know like Yeah, so they so they used to share a uh building or they, they shared a building together. So yeah. I guess 
one day like the two like the creators of Final Fantasy and the creator of the or like the like I guess like marketing or creator of Disney in Japan, mm. like Lily went to the elevator together and yeah. the, like the dude from uh from Final Fantasy like, Hey, what do you think it'd be uh awesome if uh we make Final Fantasy and Disney go together and <laughs> Louis, the Disney guy, looked at him and was like, "See, that works." And wow. Louis, Kingdom Heart was born. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, that's what happens when you get people together, man. The power you get of some proximity crazy ideas. and creativity. <laughs> the power of friendship. Mm-hmm. There you go. And good on that guy for being like, "Yeah, let's do it." Because I feel like anyone else would be like, "Man, are you the hell crazy? out of here?" Right? <laughs> you know who I am. You see this D on my shirt? Get away from me. <laughs> you know who my daddy is. Hmm. Papa Disney, that's who. Papa Walt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Papa Mickey, and then you know what? Ah! You, know who, you know who's my daddy is, Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's my oh, daddy man. too. That man is fucking insane. But, hey. <laughs> oh hey, chill out over there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, who do you think's the hottest in Kingdom Hearts? Sephiroth. Sephiroth, but he's not like Kingdom Hearts boy. Oh well, I don't you like care. Riku. Yeah, I like him when he's evil. Oh, the bad boy, huh? Yeah, because he's hot. <laughs> Tur. You've seen his outfit, right? And his like yeah. sick ass fucking keyblade. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, his like dark keyblade. Yeah, what's it called? It's called it's called the uh, the way to dawn. Yeah, which that's is an amazing name. Thematically sick because he walks on both the light and the dark side. He's the fucking dawn bringer, man. Riku's fucking Fantastic. sick. Speaking of keyblade names. Oh, yeah. Yes. So we have some interesting Keyblade names. Oh, absolutely. We have like the Lady of the Luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Wishing Lamp. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think of the the one from uh from Jack Skeleton. I think it was like. Oh, it's uh, called uh, Pumpkin King. Yeah, it I is. Think that's what it was. Pumpkin, pumpkin King. King. Yeah. yeah. Pumpkin Head. Or Look at like me, that. knowing shit. <laughs> Yeah, and then oh, and then yeah. the one and then the one from Beauty and the Beast was like the Divine Roses. Yeah, like, Divine Rose. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's so good. What's your favorite? Oh, dude, the best two keyblades is like Oblivion and Ultima. But yeah, yeah, without picking those two, I mean, if I had to like the Wishing Lamp, I freaking oh, love yeah, that. Oh yeah, you like the Wishing Lamp? Yeah, like or the Divine it's Roses. A, yeah, Divine Roses dope as hell. I think <laughs> for one, this is fucking nerdy as shit. You guys are nerds. <laughs> this is amazing. But I'm like, having bar- a good time. Barring stats, I feel like my favorite like name of all of them was the Oathbreaker. Yeah, that, that's in the first one, right? Yep, the, that's and... uh, the one. Uh, Kyrie's uh, Keyblade. Oh damn! And that and that thing looks sick as hell. Yeah, but also like Riku's blade was always sick. I think I think the one that my all time favorite as a kid though was definitely like the pumpkin head one. I just loved it. Like I loved Halloween Town. I loved the music. I loved being able to fight against Jack. And that keyblade was like, fuck yeah. You know, it's got the pumpkin at the end. So wild. What what a game. Let's get into really, I think, the essence of the game and just like why 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 Kingdom Hearts? Mm-hmm. For me as a kid and still today. I feel like the game just sort of makes me sad, but like in a good Aww. way. It's like a bittersweet, like melancholy feeling most of the time because it, it felt like everything was so much deeper 
and beyond what I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, it's Disney. It's going to be a fun little romp. We're going to hang out. We're going to have some laughs and all that. But from the jump, it's just like epic and grandiose. You're getting like mystery. Someone's talking to you. You don't know who it is. We're talking about shadows. We're talking about darkness. We're talking about opening doors, themes of losing hearts and all that shit. There's so many things in it that just make me like sigh and like, oh man, like this is, ah, this is something else. The, Jesus. The, yeah. Sorry. Uh, what? I was just looking at the keyblades. Oh yeah. There's a keyblade. There's a keyblade called Keyblade of People's Hearts. That thing looks metal as hell. Uh, I think that's in a later game, but yeah. That thing's pretty cool. Sorry. I oh, was just like distracted. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that thing is there's bad a, ass. Oh, speaking of Oathkeeper, that thing's sick. Yeah, that's just that's the one I was talking about. Oh. But uh but a Sander, I was about to say. The ultimate weapon in the first one has the fucking sword from the intro and it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. Oh, it's called it's Ultima Weapon. Yes. The Ultima yeah. Weapon, yeah. Ultima. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has, yeah. it, has, it has the actual sword in it. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I see it's it. Nice dope. Design. Yeah. That's but really man, pretty. I don't know, you know, I mean, so I know how you feel about it. Because the game, you know, obviously, I fucking love it and all that, but it always made me like, kind of like, oh man, I'm a little sad. <laughs> the game makes you feel like, I have so many emotions with this game because mm-hmm. I, 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 it's like definitely it's like a, like a bittersweet I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely like you go through the whole like adventure and you're just like you're trying to find like you're trying to find Ka- uh, Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You're like you see the friendships between the three, and literally like you see the betrayal between uh Sora and Riku because yeah. Riku just turns evil and then Sora's like trying to you just have to fight him. Yeah, it turns heel on us. It's like, what yeah. the fuck, man? Like, I thought we were buds, and all of a sudden, this old lady shows up. Now, all of a sudden, you don't like me. Rika, Rika was way too trusting and Maleficent. I was like, and why? For what? She we looks been... evil as hell. Why would you trust <laughs> her? First of all, we've been best buds for years, dog. Apparently, at least a year, right? I would hope so. But it's kind of like, I mean, he's he's playing around with us at the beginning, but it's kind of like, why is Riku all of a sudden like Mr. Serio girl, you know? Because he knows mm-hmm. that Sora likes Kyrie, but then later he's like being all weird and like, oh, Kyrie always liked me better and stuff. I'm like, dog, first of all, you're like two years older than us. Chill out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, you know I like her, bro. Come on, man. What happened to the bro code? Seriously, it's just like those bro codes have just been violated. Oh, yeah. Violated. He just fucking but, breaks it. Yeah. And then like Sora's just like looking for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And then just like when he finds Kyrie. Oh. This oh man, it's like one of those like moments you're like, finally, this is why I worked my way up to mm-hmm. just for them to split up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and not only that, but like the first time you find Kyrie, sort of just fucking like kills himself and like stabs sorry, himself what? with the sword. I think I oh, showed you right. where he like, he like needs he needs to give Kyrie his heart. Because yeah. Kai, a bit of Kyrie's heart is in Sora's heart, right? Right. That's the whole thing. And this a is like a light suicide. This it's is like fine. a theme. Yeah, a little light suicide, you know? I'll just it's die right. for like a couple seconds, then you can resuscitate me. But yeah, because uh, Riku's Keyblade, for some reason, can like unlock the darkness within people's hearts. That is and... metal as fuck. Oh, yeah, it's fucking sick as hell. So he used, so Sora stabs himself like right in front of Kyrie to like get Kyrie back. And then obviously it all works out. And this is a common theme for Sora. He's got a lot of people inside of him that we don't know about yet. But yeah. Man, dog, <clears throat> that that ending cutscene 
when they get back together i showed kayla it today but it's like where they're like uh so it's like i'll i'll find you like don't worry because i'll find you again and Kyrie says i know you will and then they fucking break their hands and immediately the music just when you walk away <laughs> i remember like tears in my eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> watching it as a kid had me in a fucking vice i legitimately real story showed like my older cousin a video of it on youtube and was like this is like the pinnacle of like cinema like it doesn't get any sadder than this like this this is what i'm obsessed about and she mm-hmm. was nice and like oh yeah like that, that's really cool and all that but i was like no but you don't understand all right but you you're see? not getting let it me, let me play it for you again with our hands separate and then you tell me what you feel like all right? oh my <laughs> and, God. and i was like explaining the lore of the game to her and i'm sure she was just like she's very nice and like entertaining me but also she was probably like man i don't care okay Boy, I don't give a fuck about <laughs> this. About these two anime protagonists, get the shit out of here! Oh man, but yeah, it's just that's it's so dumb. that is such a fucked up thing to do to like kids who what? are playing this game because I feel like this game was geared towards like your guys's age at the time. Oh yeah, probably. Like it was not like a rated M game, you know, where no. like the demographic was like seventeen and up. Mm. It was very much like no, we're gonna make kids traumatized. Mm-hmm. They're never going to want to like give their heart to anybody because they're going to just get ripped away in the end. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, people. Poor Kyrie. Poor Sora. Yep. Oh, man. And even worse than that, you know, is when Kyrie, she's on Destiny Islands alone and she goes and finally goes into the secret cave. And earlier in the game, Riku and Sora talk about the pow pow fruit and that they say if you ever share it with someone, then you'll be together forever. And then Sora, when you're earlier in the game, he goes in and there's a picture of Kyrie and Sora on the wall and he chips in to the wall him giving Kyrie a pow pow fruit. So you know that this man likes Kyrie, you know, and he's like, you know, loves her, whatever. They're kids, but, you know, we, we understand it to be love. And then she goes back when Sora's like gone in the darkness. She doesn't know where he is or if she'll ever see him again, but he promised to see her again. And she believes it, and she goes, and she sees that he carved the pow pow fruit in it, and she sheds a tear and carves it back to him, and you're just like, oh. "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> just tore my heart out. Oh. Like, my oh. heart. You're oh, like yeah. crying right now. What do I you mean tore it. it out? I can feel it. <laughs> it happens every time. It's so good. It's so good. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. That's beauty of cin- cinematography. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Fucking oh. Martin, Martin Scorsese wishes he could ever develop <laughs> any, any, any story better than this one. Oh Quentin Tarantino, God. who? Talk about Donald Bluth, who? Yeah, fuck you, Don oh, Bluth. Don Bluth absolutely wishes he oh can get God. even close to like just the story of one world trumps any fucking Don Bluth film. But anyways, well, anyway. <laughs> Well, Man. Sander, you probably see, you probably feel very similarly because, I mean, you are very romantic at heart as well. Oh, I love her. I wonder if, I mean, you and I, I mean, we know you personally, so we know that you deeply love Beauty and the Beast. Do you Ooh. foresee maybe seeing getting the stained glass window of Belle on your body in the future because i know you have a beauty and the beast arm piece the whole thing but like the i don't know like if you wanted to do a big piece wouldn't that be really cool to get her stained glass window on you that'd be really cool 
And it's you an know, homage to Kingdom Hearts. That's not like blatantly a Keyblade or anything like that. So oh, could be interesting. That, <laughs> oh. that That is, you know, okay. So, you know, it's so funny that you brought this up, Kayla. Mm-hmm. So like on top of uh, my tattoo, there is yeah. a bit of a stained glass of it. Uh-huh. But oh. as like, I was like trying to do like the whole thing stained glass, but it just like never never panned never out mm-hmm. yeah it never fit so i was like oh, maybe i could do it later in the future but mm-hmm. I- i'm still thinking about it because i think I- that I'm would not... be like a sick forearm piece Ooh. you know like on the on the front side of your forearm because that's a good yes. like flat piece of flesh and you could really get that whole beautiful thing because i think that's a really gorgeous motif that they play with throughout all of the games right the stained yep. glass kind of oh, images yeah. and stages mm-hmm. Still, I mean, I definitely want to do it, but my actually my big goal is like, so I want to get um, Sora and Riku actually tattooed like on my legs, nice. and I and and then I want to have like with that with that tattoo, I want to get like a uh, Goku and Vegeta on the side of them because they're oh, almost nice. similar they're very people. similar. Yeah. yeah, so that's yeah, why I was, like I, de- I definitely want to. That do it, is you know sick. How- that's uh-huh. so cool. Yeah, because like you know how like Goku and Sora, they're like they're good guys. I mean they're. I mean, they're goofy and like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah they're like ditzy at times. Mm-hmm. But like with Regina, uh, Regina Riku, they they both turned heel. They did, damn dog. And yep, and then they turned friends and just yeah. like became good they're guys. Like, again, yeah, their faces now. My God, God, it's so fucking good. It's funny thinking about it because as kids, it makes sense. You know, we're kids. We enjoy Disney. We enjoy this and that. But like being adults and looking back at it, it's like it's just this kid traveling around Disney worlds and like essentially experiencing the plot of the film, but like in a slightly different way. And it's like all about friendship and stuff. But man, the game fucking gets me emotional every time. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say that, you know, in order to make us feel good, we have to feel bad. And we need to talk about the baddest daddy of them all. (laughs) I literally saw him for like the first time in like, I don't know, close to 15 years, if not more than that, Mm -hmm. when Eddie was doing his replay a few weeks ago. And I dreamed about him. I was like, wow. Oh, did you? I did. I was scared of him. Like I was not, I was like, I was respectfully horny. You know, I was like, Okay, okay, you got one wing. Horny, but from a distance. Yeah, horny from a distance. (laughs) (laughs) Title of the episode, horny from a distance. Uh (laughs) You over there, and I'm over here. Yeah. Horny. Horny. Uh Oh, Lord. You got to send that song to Sander. Oh, I will. Man, Sander, I mean... Sephiroth, the one-winged angel, why don't you hit us with that first experience? Because, man, oh, man. It was, like, life-changing for me. (laughs) But I want to hear from you first. So, you beat Hollow Bastion, so that's the Beauty and the Beast world. Mm -hmm. And then you see different, like, you go, like, it opens up more worlds, or, like, it opens up the final final worlds. Uh And then you notice, like, each world has, like, like, little keys that you complete the world. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the stars of like the difficulty level. Mm-hmm. So like Agrabah, Aladdin's world, it had like max stars. Mm-hmm. Never like, Everland. Why? Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Why? You go to uh Never Everland, Max Stars. You're like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. You go to the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Max uh... stars. 
all purple, and you're just like, what is this? Yeah. You fly over to the Coliseum, and you know, you're like level 45, you're just like, bro, <laughs> yeah. I can handle whatever they have going on. Like, I'm a big, strong Suck. boy. You're like, you know, you can legitimately like beat the game at this level. You're like, I'm about to beat the game. Ain't no one can stop me, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyways, go on. You go into the Coliseum, you meet little Phil, <laughs> and you're like, little Phil, what's up, dog? Mm-hmm. And it says Platinum Cup, and you're like... And at first, it's not, it doesn't even say that. At first, it's just all question marks. Question mark. You're right. You're, you're like, like, huh? You're uh-huh. like, hmm. So you click on it. Mm-hmm. And you just see Sora just running into the uh to the battle arena. Oh god. Yeah. The intro to Sephiroth, he comes out of the light of like this beam of light. Yeah. Like this cool little beam just like rotating in the sky, and you're like, what the fuck? And it just looks like uh like you're the war where like the dawn or what is it? The, the oh the hammer of, of dawn, yeah. Yes, like where it just like shoots a beam down. So that beam shoots down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then you just see this like person there, big ass wings just covering mm-hmm. him. And as as soon as he stands up, you're just like, no, Uh-oh. you're like just, no fucking way. Because you know I was familiar with Final Fantasy VII. I don't honestly, I don't think I've ever actually completed a Final Fantasy game. Like, true story, Final Fantasy VII, me and my brother had a demo disc of it, Mm. and we, like, would replay it over and over again until we got to the end of the demo, but we, like, never (laughs) bought the game for whatever reason. Oh, boy. But, like, I was aware of Cloud. I was aware of Sephiroth and who Sephiroth was. And, like, he he comes down, he throws his fucking sword out that's, like, a super long, skinny sword, and he turns around, and, like, when he turns to you, it suddenly says, like, Platinum Cup, Sephiroth and you're and it's just Sora v Sephiroth and you're like okay whatever I'll fight him you know okay I know Sephiroth's a big bad from Final Fantasy how bad could this be <laughs> and then the music because he has like one of the elite I think video game themes of all time it's yes. so grandiose and it's just like it's in Latin and you just hear dun 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 and then and you're like Sora's there with his little fucking keyblade just like what the fuck Sora does that thing where he's looking around and you're doing the same thing because you're like what the hell you run up to him you miss an attack and then this man just fucking backhands your ass and does like 98% damage so you struggle to throw a fucking heal out and depending on whether you got fucking Leaf Bracer or not, you either, which in short, Leaf Bracer makes it so your healing can't be um, disrupted. So if mm. you have Leaf Bracer, you do a Leaf Bracer, you heal yourself, and then he backhands you again and you fucking die. <laughs> or if you don't have Leaf Bracer, you try and heal and he just fucking <laughs> max you mid-heal. It doesn't even let you. And you die in like two hits. And you're like, What? <laughs> I'm about Yikes. to beat this game. Why is this character so hard? Humble pie. When I tell you, I'm, I must have died to this man at least like a hundred times. Dude, let me... Ugh. Here's what Sanders I Sanders going through, through some like PTSD right <laughs> yeah, now. This man is sweating. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him speak in a second. I just want to say what I did was I tried it like 
20, 30 times. I was convinced that this man was like unbeatable. So I was like, I'm done with this. I'm just going to go play the rest of the game and we'll see if maybe when I'm like level 100, I can come back and beat this guy. It legitimately took me like, because it was still that level of secrecy. I didn't even know that this man had like multiple different strategies, multiple stages and all that. Oh, man, it was... Well, and also, I know that this is a huge, like, quality of life thing that Eddie bitches about on any video game. Not being able to skip (laughs) cutscenes. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. It does suck. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it, you should gripe about it because it sucks to have to listen to the same bullshit. Oh man. Forever and ever and ever. But yeah. But Santa brings up that great point because it's just sort of running in, like, huh, I could do this. What the fuck? And then Ah. backhanded to oblivion. How long did it take you to? beat him sander so when i first encountered him i was a level 45 and i kid you not i think i spent three days yeah. and like you eddie i was like convinced like this dude's in but unbeatable i tried everything i tried yeah. different keyblades <laughs> i what i literally like synthesized a bunch of elixir and i yeah. got to the point where i ran out of elixir <laughs> Just and I'm it. just like, I was like, dude, this dude is ridiculous. And then, like, my brother tried, but he couldn't, like, when, <laughs> you know, like, the most crowding accomplishment is, like, when you smack, like, you, like, dodge and stuff like that, and you finally hit, like, got his, like, uh, HP bar, like, just a little bit down, and uh-huh. you're just, like, at level yeah, 45. Like, dude. Dude, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then he, like, destroyed you, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. Okay. So I literally left. And I was like, okay, I beat the game, and then I leveled up. I finally beat him. I think I was, like, level 75 or 80, something like that, when I oh, finally yeah. beat him. But it, like, it, it, again, it took me, like, forever, because, you're like, you go in there, you're fighting him. You're finally getting, like, with your, like, you're strong enough to, like, bring down his health bars. Mm. And then he, like, does this one move, like, well, he shoots a freaking volcano out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he disappears, <laughs> okay. and... He disappears and then he does this like heart thing or whatever, like, uh, like one winged eight or whatever. And then yeah. he eliminates your health and then your MP bar. So you're like, oh, fuck, rambling yeah. to get your stupid like, um, potion out. Yeah. yeah. And then after you like, after you're going through that little stage, he literally like the screen goes dark. He turns yeah. blue and then he does all this combo moves and you're trying to dodge everything. You're like, dude, this is. It cannot get any like worse. Hell. Yeah, oh. and then it and it gets it does get worse because after you beat him, he turns like this like like dark aura, and then he starts shooting little gravity balls at you. Oh, and then oh, and then at God. one and then at one point he's like, "Fuck the sword!" <sighs> he throws the sword away. He does the spirit bomb. <laughs> like oh, meteors boy. are coming down, and he has this spirit bomb, yeah. just, like gathering energy. I was like. This is it. And you're this just like fucking, you're just fucking sweating. And it's like, <laughs> when I tell you, this is probably like the first time in my life, the earliest point in my life where like I legitimately like had to like develop a strategy. Like you had to like develop the strategy. You had to know what you're doing. Every single time you got him past like a certain stage, you had to like die 50 times to learn the pattern yep. and to figure out what to do and all that. Like he's legitimate. Like nowadays, and it's funny because I don't like these games at all, but like the Bloodborne franchise and stuff, like these super hard games where like you can die to like the first enemy 
like in like two or three hits if you're not careful. Like Sephiroth is like a fucking bloodborne fucking boss. He's like just so hard and le- legit even at like level 70, 80, 90, he can still kill you in like two or three hits. Like if you're just not careful, if you don't, nice. if your strategy falls apart for like two seconds, you're all of a sudden like on the fucking ropes. Both of your eyes are fucking puffy. You know, you can't see what's going on. Adrian! Yeah, you need the fucking cut, man. And you're like, I I want to say it was legitimately like fucking like sweating and like hyper. It's just like, just like yeah. fucking working hard. Oh my God. I can only imagine how like slippery your guys' controllers were. Because oh, yeah. if I experience any stress while I'm playing a video game, wet, just hands <laughs> wet. Uh-huh. It's like I dipped them in a bathtub. I just, I can't hold the joysticks. Like, it, the buttons are slipping under my thumbs. It's mm-hmm. bad news. No, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you, did you see uh, Eddie fight Sephiroth or did you watch that YouTube video? I've seen, so I've seen um, clips. I think I watched Eddie. He he wanted me to see him die. So yeah, he, he let show, him, he, he's like, watch this. I'm about to get fucked. And then he did. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> You're not kidding. Like you, uh-huh. Jesus, this guy is no joke. Um, but yeah, it's pretty intense. And I think that if I were to make a guess of why they give you that false confidence uh, so early on in the game, mm-hmm. it's probably alluding to the fact that one, they're going to make another game. And <laughs> you you don't, you you think you know what you do, you're doing and what you're getting into. You have no fucking clue. Uh-huh. And two... Also, just like, I don't know, because I feel like what happens when you get comfortable in a game is it becomes boring. Mm. So they pull the rug under you to keep you engaged. So I think they did a good job with that. Is it a pain in the ass and scary as hell? Yes. But I think it's effective. I mean, it legitimately was one of my greatest accomplishments in my youth. And maybe still to this day, one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life because <laughs> because just the investment and the amount of time that I put into this and grind it because the Coliseum is just tournaments and you could just grind and grind and grind. It's like my favorite part of the whole Kingdom Hearts like game is that the Coliseum is just a grind fest because I live for the grind. I love grinding in video him. games. And it's something that if I want to say spoilers for later episodes... All other games in Kingdom Hearts don't have. And that was always such a bummer. Like, second one kind of has a Coliseum, but it's not as good. Like, first mm-hmm. one is just, like, grind, 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 and they don't cap you or stop you or anything. It was the best. But, yeah, Sephiroth, one of the best things I've ever done in my life, especially with video games. Insane. It is truly a huge accomplishment. It's like finishing the fight with Halo 3. Oh, yeah. Again, <laughs> beating Dr. Eggman and Sonic. Uh-huh. Again, beating Bowser and Super Mario. And then you beat Sephiroth and Kingdom Hearts. Forget the, like, the true final bosses. Yeah, that man is chump. <laughs> chump. Absolute loser. Sephiroth. Lightweight. Sephiroth, slap uh, him left and right. Fantastic. My God. Well, Sander, tell us about the other secret bosses. Because Sephiroth is like a secret boss. But and there's another secret boss on Olympus Coliseum. It's not that exciting. It's like the uh, Ice Titan. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh yeah, okay. The one the ones in Neverland and Agrabah are fucking. They're also just like monsters. So tell us about it. So the one in Agrabah. Oh my god! So let me tell you, I was like, why is why is uh Agrabah have like so many stars? So I go there, 
and then Aladdin's like, or the car. You, you don't even meet Aladdin. You meet the yeah. magic carpet. He's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, he's cool as hell. Yeah, yeah. And somehow so Sora can talk to, talk to him. <laughs> yeah, he can talk to the magic carpet, which Disney magic guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Magic, so you, okay. Yeah. So you ride on the magic carpet, and then this freaking like it jumps out of the sand, mm. spins, knocks you out. And then he has like four arms and swords all over. And then, yeah, that thing was just a complete disaster. Cause like he has a snake head. He'll like attack you from far Ew. away. Mm. Yeah. And then he has like, gl- like little balls in his hand that you have to like break first because he is like protected by a shield. Mm. And then once you break the ball, then he's like disabled and you can attack him. But like he's just so hard because like he like. Couple like same same with Sephiroth is like a couple slashes and then you die. Mm-hmm. So another like false hope. You're like because I'm like thinking like I could beat this guy. I mean I'm level 45, 50. You go in there now. <laughs> no, nope, too it. much. That dude's pretty serious. sick looking, to be honest. Kurt Ziza is his name. Yeah, right? Kurt Ziza, which yep. is fun because I'm pretty sure Kurt Ziza was just like a fan or something like that, and they put him in the game. It's like oh, that's some cool. sort. It's like some sort of backstory where like. Kurt Ziza is like named after a person or something for whatever reason. Oh yeah. And and in some ways this boss is worse than Sephiroth because at the beginning, just like the beginning part, he like locks you out of using your magic and stuff. Like you have to you have yeah. to like break those balls before you can even heal. So you have to like the first time you go, you don't have if you play like me, because I'm a stupid fucking kid. It's like uh-huh. <laughs> like a to young Eddie. Day. Young Eddie, little Eddie. I mean, I'm a stubborn guy too, but young uh-huh. Eddie definitely had this in me where like when I played Pokemon, I would like never use potions or full restores or anything. If I lost, I lost and I would just grind until I could beat them without using it. And in Kingdom Hearts, I like refused to use like potions and elixirs and all that stuff. So like if you're a guy like me, young Eddie went into this battle, nothing equipped. So I was just like, why can't I heal? This is so stupid. Until I like figured out and just like beasted through when I was like level 90. They're like, oh, you have to destroy this, then you can heal. And it's just like, why did I do this? I could have made my life a little bit easier, but I just equipped some potions. But you know, it's a learning process. Yeah, you have to fail to uh, to succeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nowadays, dog, I'll be throwing potions left and right. I get hit once, yeah. potion. <laughs> I, I yeah, were... you, you get a potion. You get a potion. Mm-hmm. You get a potion. Dog, and yeah. then the God. boss that never, then the boss that, that never, never land ever thing land. is scary. Yeah, the little, the, I think it's, it's the cloak monster, but I, I think it has a name. Kayla, are you looking at it? I'm looking at it. I, right, what's me, it called? Do, I'll look it up. Hold on. The uh, Phantom or something. So it's the Neverland. Yeah, Neverland yeah. secret boss. Hold on. He's got a fun gimmick. He's creepy. Oh, mm-hmm. he's creepy. Oh my god, with the clock tower? Yes, it's called the some... Phantom. That's what I thought. Or the Reaper. The Reaper? It's, a... it's either that. I don't know. Jesus. It says Neverland Phantom. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's another pain in the ass one because you you have this like like you go in, you're flying with oh, you have to talk to uh, Tinkerbell and yeah, Tinkerbell yeah. flies you to uh to the, the London tower. the big the Big Ben yeah. Tower, mm-hmm. and then oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty much like the Phantom follows you, and then like goes to the clock, and then mm-hmm. he puts a timer on you, and you're like, okay, you have the <laughs> what? timer on me, yeah. like, all right. 
So you go flying up to him, and now you're like slashing him, and it does nothing. Mm-hmm. And you ha- he's hold the little like little orb thing, and it like turns red, yellow, blue, white, right, and I'm just right. like, what the hell? And then your timer's going down. I'm like, what the hell is this timer? Mm-hmm. So you're still, and then you see the big vent. It has like little like fire marks or whatever, and it's going down. And I was like, okay, it makes no sense to me. And so I'm still trying to fight this stupid <laughs> phantom. Yeah. And then as soon as, the clock, as soon as the clock hits zero, I died. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> what? <fuck."> <laughs> yeah. Doug, as kids, you have like no fucking problem solving beyond I'll just no, hit it like, again. I just got to hit it again. I'll just hit I'm strong. I can hit it again. Because this thing, again, you have to learn the gimmick. And once you learn it, it's not that bad. It's like, actually, you know, he's the most chill of the secret bosses. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he, oh, my God, his his health is 1,200. Yeah. And the his fun- experience is 9,999. The crazy thing about him, though, is that he he does something that no other characters do in, like, the franchise. Because when he puts, like, this death timer on a character, because he can do it to your buddies. So when let's say he does it to, like, Goofy. When the timer goes down, Goofy doesn't, like, die and you can heal him he just like is erased from existence (laughs) so like wait what do you mean like you like you can't heal him he just like disappears and you just like lose your partner no until the battle's over but like normally normally like when you quote unquote die you just get like knocked out you know like goofy and donald fucking die a lot they get knocked out a ton because it's dumbass because they're weak as shit yeah charge Mm -hmm. into the enemy doing this biggest strongest move and goofy's like come on sora and fucking (laughs) oh gorge fucking donna instead of healing my ass but anyways fucking uh yeah this phantom like essentially quote-unquote like kills your party members because you can't heal them if you lose goofy or donald or peter pan they're just gone yeah. And you then don't come back for the rest of the fight. Yikes. Yeah, but but in short, you essentially just have to use like the time spell to like stop time. And it makes sense, you know? But as wow. a kid, as a kid, you're just stupid. Like I, yeah. I I think I legitimately didn't beat this guy until like, you know, maybe I was like in high school when I could look things up and I was like, um, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I don't know. I was that was so dumb. So this episode's running a little long. We're definitely going to need a part two because there's just there's still so much to talk about here with Kingdom Hearts. I mean, a game like this with the depth of things that are going on and just like how much Sandra and I love this game. Yes. This needs a part two. But I think, <laughs> Sandra, what I think and I'm interested in is uh, something in my life here with this game that I've always, always hated. Like for... I feel like for every game that I love, there's still always one thing that I don't like about it and oh, like yeah. avoid. And for me, it's the fucking like gummy ship and like the flying to the world. When I tell you, as a kid, I thought this was the dumbest shit ever. And still as an adult, anytime I have to fly to a new world, I'm like, my God, why am I doing this? Because, you know, I grew up with Star Fox. I grew up with Star Fox 64. I was fucking in there killing it, doing barrel rolls, doing everything, this and that. 
Man, I mean, I'd love to get your thoughts on it because for me, I just like detest it. I hate the until you get the warps, and even after you get the warp gummy, you still have to like actually fly to the new worlds before you can warp there. Annoying. I don't know, man. It it like it, it makes hurts, it mad. It hurts my soul, man. <laughs> it hurts me. And in later games, they try and make it better, but even even then, I I just don't like it. So I don't know. How do how do you feel about it? Did you enjoy it? So the gummy ship. Okay, I'll say in the first one, I I thought it was a cool concept to fly to another world and like you have to like go through obstacles and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I was fine with it for the first two worlds, and then it got annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh god. And then in later games, like they made it like super easy. Like you just fly there, and then you're you're good. Yeah. And then they and then they bring back the concept like we, we won't get into too much detail with Kingdom Hearts three but they bring yeah. it back and you're like flying around again mm. and then you're like I mean you're fighting even like big bosses and stuff like that which I mean it's cool but at the same time like kind of <laughs> just let me get there already goddamn just take me to fucking Pirates of the Caribbean already exactly <laughs> so yeah like w- once they start putting the warp world or the little warp thing or like the warp drive i was like all oh, cool with it and then let me tell you the worst part i think mm. i one thing i really do hate is like customizing your gummy ship oh it's a, i mm. hated that uh-huh hated it and literally like some of like my you know what especially like young, young me versus older me mm-hmm the young me, I would do like a big fence, <laughs> like a big old fence, yeah, instead of a gummy ship. And literally, there's nothing protecting me on the side. And then, oh, uh-huh. like, and then older me, like, I'm like customizing it in different areas or whatever to like make it like sleeker and faster or whatever. But the day I was like, dude, this is such a such time consuming. Oh, dude, 100% dead ass. I I never customized my ship ever. I had the same I, the beginning ship the whole the time, game. whole game to this day. I legitimately when I restreamed it um a couple weeks ago, I like opened the customized menu and I was like, "What the fuck is it?" Like gives you a whole tutorial. I legitimately never no. knew. Like I never even opened up the tutorial. Chip and Dale are yelling things at me, and I'm just like, "God, smashing the button." So like let me go. Oh my lord. Dog, I'm just <laughs> vanilla, vanilla through and through, same ship the whole way. <laughs> Dog, there's legit and there's some of them I found out because this is how much I hate it. On the on the replay, I found out that some of the travels, you can legitimately just not do anything and you won't die. So I like put it down and like left and went to go do something else and then came back and it was just yeah. Because oh like God. sometimes sometimes the ships like don't shoot you and like don't jump right. So I was just like yeah, I'm just going to leave this. That's so annoying. Yeah. What? I was fucking, I was just, I hate it. <laughs> I wish it wasn't in the game and it's worse and I'm not a fan. But it's that fine. That stresses me out to know that. To know what? That you can literally do nothing, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you just go like to a certain like Sanders part of the screen, been, jaw has been yeah. on the floor this entire you, time. You just like you just like avoid what? everything because you don't have to kill anything. You don't have to destroy anything. Like they give you, for some reason they give you points. I don't even know what the points do. What what are the points for? I honestly don't even know. It's whose life is it anyway? It's just yeah. They give you like, here's how many, which is also funny that apparently Heartless are flying the ships. 
the fuck is that heartless doing in there? If <laughs> you got something to do, and you got like that's their job. Find, what are you that's doing? Their job. Flying around They're in the flying division. Gummy ship. Oh, you you know what's funny about the heartless? Because you know how like they 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 crawl around and then they. They're like little flat, and then they pop up like the little like yeah. bubbly things. Do they do the same thing in the ship? Like they're just flying. Yeah. And then like, oh shit! I'm gonna transform to flat. <laughs> and then flat. fucking explodes out of there. It's like these things are dumb as hell. How are they driving this ship? Hey, how do jellyfish float around the ocean? You know. I know they just do life it, finds guess, a way. So. I guess. I guess so. I mean, all right. Do we have anything else for this first episode, or are we? I think we're good to stop here. I'll be more horny next time, I promise. <laughs> next, <laughs> next time I'll be more horny. What? <laughs> yeah, we'll give Kayla even faster crash course. Yeah, My just God. hit me with the with the the bonk. Uh-huh. You know, bonk. if I get too out of line. Mm-hmm. Well, I think for this time ah! we're gonna say ah, key, key blade of the head. Ah. <laughs> Goofy, this time we're gonna say part one. That's enough. We'll come back for a part two, or if this is Kingdom Hearts, we would call it like <laughs> Show episode... Dependent Podcast Episode Two Point Four Nine Final uh-huh. Mix. Yeah, extra Remake. coded four two five over seventy five days. Yep, it's been recoded to the remix. It's the remix. Final <laughs> prelog, extra sequel chapter, just. Anything you call it. The names of this franchise are fucking insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> or just the call it. whole episode on just the titles. I'll just call it Kingdom Hearts Part 2. Sounds good. So I like with that. that, we'll do the DTR next time. We'll really mm-hmm. get more into like the special moments. Because I realized looking at this list, there's so many little things that I love oh, about yeah. this game. That it, it deserves like an episode of its own. So with that, we will say a quick thank you to Thanks, Sander. Thank you. Thank you. And man, dog, go back and play it again. Get get even more ready. Get even more hyped because episode two mm-hmm. was all about our favorite moments. And Kayla, you're gonna find some favorite moments for us too. We're gonna are we're they gonna watch... are they horny moments? They could be. Ooh. Depends. And hey, everyone else out there, <laughs> thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, give us a follow, download, spread the word, tell everyone, hey, they're doing another episode of Kingdom Hearts, and tell yep. everyone that you can find. The Show Dependent Podcast on Apple Pods, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, tell your friends. Your friends, they're the ones who keep you motivated. Tell your, uh, mm-hmm. your, what are your they? Kyries. They? Yeah, your tell Rikus. your Kyries, tell your Rikus, but only like when they're good, not when they're heel Rikus. Not the bad ones. Yeah, yeah. Your Donalds tell... and your Goofies. Exactly. But they can follow <laughs> the Show Dependent Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, at Show Dependent Pod. And on TikTok. Oh, yeah. And on TikTok. We're going to try and get into that game a little bit more. You know, this TikTok shit easy, dog. You're going to watch me dancing. You're going to watch us making uh-huh. some food. Uh-huh. <laughs> we could get uh-huh. on, like, Kingdom Hearts TikTok. I'm sure that's a thing, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's a thing. I've been oh, watching them. Go, go to horny jail, Sander. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm. <laughs> Just do the, oh! Oh! oh. <laughs> Just Sander floating. Oh, my God. Load or new game? <laughs> new game. Sander, do you have anything to plug here on the pod? Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, even on the Tiki Talk. <laughs> that's true. At, at Colonel Sanders 627. Nice. nice. I love it. I love the cohesive branding, man. I love it, too. <laughs> 
for me, it's definitely a little different. You can follow me, your boy, Eddie. I know you forgot. At Victor B. Sweet on Twitter, on Twitch. Probably going to be playing the other Kingdom Hearts. And hey, if all things go correct, we'll have Sander here to watch mm-hmm. and play along with Kingdom Hearts. We can do it like the old days, except instead of your brother, it'll be me. And we can, <laughs> and we or, can play the other yeah. Kingdom Hearts. And it'll be a good time. Yep. Hell yeah. We can even play the ones that we don't really like, like Chain of Memories. Oh. <laughs> or Recoded, or 367 yeah. divided by 5. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Doug, that was so weird. But anyways, it's at Victor B. Sweet on Twitter, on Twitch. And Kayla, where can you be yeah. found? Well, you could find me handing a pawpaw fruit to Eddie. Aww. But you could also find me on Twitter at DJ Vivich. Mm-hmm. So next time, y'all, Kingdom Hearts Part 2. As Thora once said, my friends are my power. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sick. <laughs> 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 Fantastic. <laughs>